What's up guys? Welcome back to ADHD Remission. Um, this is going to be a show where I teach you how I put my ADHD in remission. I talk about the tactics and strategies I used and I'm going to give you these same strategies and tactics um, and I'm going to help you put your ADHD into remission. Yes, you, no matter how old you are, no matter what your freaking gender is, no matter what your, your doctor told you, <laughs> no matter what dose of medication you are on, I say this a lot, I used to take, um, well, I'll take 54 milligrams of Concerta, um, literally just <laughs> be able to wake up and move around as a, and have like a, like have, like my, <laughs> to even be able to like exist, I would need 54 milligrams, um, and then if I really wanted to do some work, if I really wanted to do homework or an essay or something, I would take two, so that's 108 milligrams, that is a freaking lot, that's a recreational dose of concern. Um, now I take absolutely nothing. Um, and I feel fantastic every single day. Wake up with energy. I can meditate. I can read. I can do all this cool stuff. And I've done it through these main six things. Um, dopaminergics. Well, this is the six things which I think cause ADHD. Um, dopaminergics. Um, endocrine disruptors. Um, polyunsaturated fatty acids. Um, lack of exercise. Nutrient deficiencies and high serotonin. Today's episode is going to be about nutrient deficiencies. This is kind of like a PSA. Um, as I said before, I'm going to be doing a lot of episodes which are like super in depth, high quality, like lots of research and stuff. Today is not going to have a lot of research. Um, obviously, I guys I upload every single day. Um, I'm not going to be able to make these super high quality episodes for you every single day, but I can provide you. This one actually will give you a lot of value, even maybe some more than some of the um, the, the high-tech ones. Okay, so let's just get into it. What are we talking about? Well, you probably know because the title. <laughs> but um, we're talking about organ meats in this episode. And guys, forgive me if I seem a little bit tired. Oh, I had a crazy day today. All right, we're not going to talk about it. You don't care. What you care about is organ meats. Um, I'm going to hold my computer like that start squeaking out. All right, so what we're talking about in this episode is organ meats. Um... What are organ meats? Pretty freaking obvious, okay? Um, when the cow gets killed, as Americans, we only eat muscle meat and fat, unfortunately. Um, we don't eat enough organ meats, and we don't eat enough collagen. Uh, collagen's probably a topic for another video. Um, this video is about, or episode, this episode is about organs specifically. Jesus. <laughs> this is always tweaking out. Okay, so organ meats. Um, you guys absolutely need to be eating organ meats. This is not debatable. Um, as as humans, and I talk about this a lot. I talk about it in like an evolutionarily con evolutionary context. And whether you're gonna say evolution is fake or not, I don't care. Um, fact is, when we were hunter gatherers, this is what we did. Um, when we would kill an animal, like you know, <laughs> like some kind of ruminant animal. Um, we would not just go straight for, you know, the sirloin or even the ribeye. Um, we'd go for the liver, the heart, the brain, you know, all those good organs. Because um, guess what? That's where the nutrient density is. There's so much nutrient in there. Um, and in our current society, no mainstream health organization is telling you to eat organ meats. If you ask them, they'll say, yeah, because they can't even deny it. It's so obvious that they're good. Like the American, let's see what the American Heart Association says about organ meats. This is one thing I, I don't like about the, um, 
There's one thing I don't like about the Mediterranean diet. There's a lot of things I don't like about the Mediterranean diet. One of them is that it just includes no organs. And any diet that includes no organs is not sufficient in my opinion. Um, oh my god. And they have this fake stuff about TMAO. Okay. They don't even... <laughs> oh my god. Uh, they don't even have anything about organ meats. Okay, we have something from Healthline here. The American Heart Association does not ever talk about organ meats. Why is that? That is insane. It is ludicrous. Well, all the stuff they say is ludicrous. Um, and they're obviously, they're funded by Procter & Gamble. Um, they were given $20 million by them. They're surely getting paid now. Um, but they have lots of terrible advice, uh, especially on vegetable oils. They tell you to, <laughs> if, if it doesn't smell bad, that means it's not oxidized, even though they freaking deodorize the oils. Okay, <laughs> that's the topic for a different, if you want to see more about that, watch the video episode I made on saturated fat. How saturated fat is positive for ADHD. So, um, we're talking about organ meats here. Organ meats are so important, guys. I haven't even talked about why yet. I actually consider eggs a kind of organ because they have similar nutrition. It's the only thing that has similar nutrition to organs. Um, vitamin B1, vitamin B2, vitamin B3, vitamin B5. Pantothetic acid, vitamin B6, pyridoxine. I, taught, I made a whole episode about vitamin B6 on how literally some people have ADHD just because of a deficiency of vitamin B6. I think the same thing is true with B1 and B3. Um, the vitamin B, vitamin B9, folate, um, vitamin vitamin B12, um, cobalamin. This, so many people are deficient in this, and they, they think they're getting enough because they're eating like one or two eggs, but you're not. Okay, you're not getting enough. Um, I like I said, I do kind of consider eggs and organ meat. I would recommend that you eat about, I would say, two or three eggs a day. Um, one thing, eggs are kind of high in PUFA, um, especially if you're getting it from, you know, corn and soy sources, which you obviously are if you're getting anything from a grocery store. Or even from, like, directly from the farmers, they still get in the corn and soy. But um, a lot of eggs have, like, I think, like, 20% PUFA. It's like they have as much PUFA as freaking canola oil. So, um... When do, I would not like eat like some people are saying like eat like twenty eggs. I would not. <laughs> I would not recommend that. Um, you're gonna end up with a lot of polyunsaturated fats. We know those are a net negative for ADHD because they lower androgens, increase estrogens by increasing aromatase. Um, they decrease dopamine by both increasing estrogen and decreasing androgens and um, and increasing serotonin. And they might also have some direct anti-dopaminergic activity. It also puts your body into a state of um, kind of starvate like it puts your body into a state of um, like you're either in a state of abundance or scarcity and when you eat those your body thinks you're eating nuts if you've ever seen what a nut tree looks like just like in an ancestral context you would know that if your ancestors were to eat a nut they would have to be really down bad for food um, so your body senses that and you know it shuts a lot of stuff down this is not something we want to be doing with ADHD but you know two or three eggs it's not going to be very terrible for you Especially compared to the amount of nutrients you're going to get from it. So many essential B vitamins. Um, so many selenium. Um, I think this is, yeah, zinc. Especially B1. Eggs are very high in B1. So here's here's what I recommend for you guys. Two or three eggs a day. Um, I would eat. I would not go over. An, I would not eat more than an ounce of liver. I would not even eat. Try and eat like half an ounce. I would not eat an ounce of liver a day. If you're, no, okay, actually here's the thing. If you're like doing all this like red meat stuff like me. If you're eating a lot of red meat. Do not go over half an ounce of liver a day. If you're like still on this like conventional diet, um, you're probably 
I mean, for me, I try to keep iron lower. Like, I'll try and block iron when I can because I got too much of it once, and it was not good. Um, so I try and keep iron on the Iron is not something I struggle with. Neither is vitamin A. So vitamin A and iron are the two nutrients which I try and keep on the lower side. But if you're not eating a lot of red meat, then chances are you're very deficient in both those things. And then I would recommend, if you're not eating a red meat diet, um, I'd recommend you eat like one ounce of liver every day or just seven ounces or eight ounces once a week. Um, but if you are if you are eating a lot of red meat, I'd recommend that you just get um, half an ounce because that's gonna allow you to get a lot of B vitamins without going overloaded on the iron or the vitamin A especially. Uh, same thing with eggs, eggs are very high in vitamin A. You don't wanna overdo it on that. Um, but yeah, guys, eating, because when you eat like when you eat red meat, I don't think I think it's not might not be like a great source of there's like one B vitamin that you can't get. I don't know whether it's niacin or, or B6. But guys, organ meats and eggs are such higher sources of B vitamins than even red meat itself. So if you're not eating, you know, organs, I would greatly suggest that you do. Um, here's one thing for you people out there who are eating red meat, like you should be. Um, if you don't, if you're worried about high iron or high vitamin A, um, I discovered this today, actually, only today. Um, heart is actually a better organ than liver, technically, for you. Um, because whether while it has less nutrient density, it has a higher ratio of like beneficial nutrients um, to iron and vitamin A. So it has like more zinc. It also it's very high in taurine. That's like the best source of dietary taurine that you can get, and you want as much taurine as you can freaking possibly get. Um, and you're gonna get some from red meat, but the best source is, is is heart. So if you can eat like, if you just want to skip out on uh, liver completely, and you just want to eat like six ounces of heart every single day, that could be pretty good. Um, you're gonna get a ton of taurine, you're gonna get a ton of zinc, you're gonna get selenium, and you're gonna get all those same B vitamins. Um, I think it, it's basically just the same as, as liver, but it just has like a lower concentration, but then it also has less vitamin A and less iron, which is very beneficial if you're on that diet. But in general, if you're not, I would recommend that you get both those things liver and heart in your diet. So I would say half an ounce of liver a day or, you know, like three or four ounce, four ounces of liver a week. Um, or just like, and then, and then and I would also add like four ounces of heart a day. If you can, the heart is kind of harder to do because it's a higher amount. Liver, you can literally just buy, like you can buy like eight ounces of liver from your local butcher and that will last you like so long. It'll, pay, it'll be like $5. And it will last you so freaking long, guys. So liver is very beneficial. Organs in general are very beneficial. Um, and eggs are very beneficial, especially for ADHD. Um, these things are basically completely gone in our diet. A lot of people eat eggs, but they're kind of phasing them out with this new, like, new plant-based egg kind of garbage stuff. You completely do not eat that, guys. <laughs> um, that's not going to have any of the same vitamins that an egg has. And if it does, they're going to be synthetic vitamins. And yes, synthetic vitamins do suck because they're usually made from petroleum. Um, B synthetic B6 are made from petroleum. So that means it's going to be contaminated with uh, PAH and dioxins. And it's probably just estrogenic itself. And it's going to be contaminated with ethylene oxide. Um, so I would not recommend that you take a multivitamin at all. Multivitamins are garbage. Vitamin A you're going to get from liver and eggs. Vi all the B vitamins you're going to get from liver and eggs. Uh, vitamin C, I'd recommend you get that from some fruit. It's very, very easy vitamin A to get. I would recommend that you separate your vitamin C and your iron so you don't get too much iron.
unless again you're on a low iron diet, then that could be beneficial for you. Um, vitamin D, it's pretty simple. You should get that by going outside. Uh, you can get a little bit from eggs, uh, but mostly just from going outside, guys. Please go outside. Please get sun. Go watch my episode on um, sunlight and HG. Very, 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 very beneficial. That was actually one of my really good episodes. A bunch of information. Um, vitamin E. The problem with vitamin E. Okay, guys. Vitamin E. This is a huge criticism of like the carnivore diets. Yeah, I'm not a supporter of the carnivore diet. I'm not a supporter of low carb or high phosphorus or high iron. But um, the problem with the problem with vitamin E. A lot of people say you know like all meat diets are really low in vitamin E, and you need to eat like seed oils or whatever to get vitamin E because really the only sources of vitamin E are things that are incredibly high in polyunsaturated fatty acids. Um, if you look it up, eggs are actually a good source of vitamin E, but the reason for that <laughs> is because they're fed soy, and then they kind of just stack up their vitamin E in their cell membranes. Um, so vitamin E, like a lot of other vitamins, the RDA is way too high because the RDA is determined in people who have a high amount of polyunsaturated fats inside their body. Um, and if you look at the like botany behind it, if you look at the reason that soybeans have vitamin E, if you look at the reason that wheat germ has vitamin E, almonds, like literally every nut, like walnut, all these different things, flaxseed, literally every single PUFA, almost every single PUFA is very high in vitamin E because um, the vitamin C and vitamin E are both antioxidants, but vitamin, they do very, very different things. I'm not sure exactly what vitamin C does, but I am sure that the main role of vitamin E is just to protect, protect against lipid oxidation. So up the plant that has a t soy, which is a ton of, um, a ton of freaking PUFA, it needs to protect itself from its own polyunsaturated fat. That'll just tell you enough. If, if, an, if, a, uh, if a plant has an extremely high amount of antioxidants designed to protect itself from itself oxidizing, that's probably not something you want to be um, consuming. And of course, the vitamin E that's in soybean oil is not going to completely offset the oxidation of soybean oil that is inevitable. Um, I would recommend that you take some form of vitamin E supplement um, while you are in recovery, which is basically the first three years after you stop eating polyunsaturated fats because they have linoleic acid as a half-life of three years. So really like the first five years, um, if you're getting like acne breakouts and stuff and you're, you feel like a lot of inflammation, um, I would recommend you take some vitamin E, especially when you're going to eat a lot of eggs or when you're going to eat like Brazil nuts or something. That's what I do. Um, vitamin E can be very beneficial for that reason. Um, but if you don't have any PUFAs in your body, which if you're listening to this is very, very unlikely, um, like if you've, if you've been off it for a while, um, then you don't need to take vitamin E. You're not going to be deficient in vitamin E simply because, well, vitamin E does other important things in the body like limiting aromatase, which is very beneficial for ADHD and for... Uh, metabolism and life in general um, but it can't do that when it's all it's all it's time is spent you know fighting against oxidation of the tons of PUFAs you have in your body but when you have low PUFAs in your body um, you don't really need that much vitamin E and all of it will just go to uh, getting rid of uh, excess aromatase and protecting against some other forms of oxidation but yeah guys you need <laughs> you need to be eating organs I'm sorry but you need to um, I don't know why this isn't like just pushed over and over again by mainstream health organizations. It's probably because they want us to be in a low dopamine state. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's <laughs> it's very strange. And like I said, eggs, I kind of consider like an organ. They are the only thing that really have nutrients like an organ. Um, but like I said, they're being kind of phased out, and they've been like said to be super unhealthy. 
there was that like weird study that showed that um, like ha eating half an egg a day increased your <laughs> increased your heart disease risk like like five times. <laughs> it's like, dude, come on, that is the dumbest epidemiology ever. Um, yeah, and uh, eggs aren't even that high in saturated fat anymore. They're very high in cholesterol, but that doesn't actually change anything about your cholesterol. Um, they're they kind of look like canola oil when you really look at the, but it has less monounsaturated and it has more saturated. But yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed this video. Like I said, a lot of these video, a lot of these, or this episode, a lot of these episodes are not going to be like super like research dense. A lot of them are just going to be based on my experience because I am uploading every single day. Um, share this. I need some more. <laughs> I need to get out there. Um, share this with other people who might have ADHD or might benefit from this, from this podcast, from this knowledge in this video. Make sure you eat your freaking organ meats, guys. Um, have a good day. Like I said, I hope you got value. Um, and I'll see you in the next one. And if you ever have any questions, email me at ADHDremission at gmail.com. Bye.